We have food and we have toilet paper. No one needs to kill anybody else. We're just bored. Just hunting each other around the house for sport. You know, you get stir crazy. You start hating the people you love. So as we're recording, I currently live in ground zero for the American version of COVID-19 2020. You make it sound like when the, they brought The Office over for the U.S. and they're like, oh, that's going to suck. And they're like, no, it's actually a really good show. It's the American version of COVID-19. <laughs> I've been following COVID-19 before it was COVID-19. I'm like a hipster on this disaster. <laughs> because of my family's close ties to China, we've been following this very concernedly for about three months now so that makes sense yeah that checks out yeah and it, it is kind of infuriating that people are like oh now it's a problem that a couple hundred americans are sick not when tens of thousands of chinese people had it and so, when they shut you know, down and said just stop going to work everybody stay home the streets were empty the pollution went down because a pandemic was well not, i guess not that pandemic a virus was sweeping the entire nation and yeah now it's now yeah. it's here and it's like everybody go to work it's fine there's a lot of things to get in and if we really want to dissect the cultural differences between the united states and china i'd be happy to do that because it is very much going to impact how this thing affects people but what really made it sink home to me is when i saw a picture of shanghai disneyland empty and i'd been to shanghai disneyland like two years ago three years ago and it was literally the most busy packed place i'd ever been in my life and it's empty now and that just like oh okay this is real i should probably stop making fun of my wife for being worried about this i didn't but um i did start following it a little more closely and so yeah so now that it's come to america it has hit seattle first at least i don't know it's, we can't say if it was first but we'll find out i was gonna say lord we it could be in out. the middle of the country somewhere we well i mean they, uh, the first people i think came back to nebraska and somebody there has to have it we've been watching it here since the second week in january is when the first case in seattle was and it was not too far from, it was close enough to our house that my wife's like i bet that's uh, our daughter's friend's dad i bet we're all got it like she's been worried from the get-go so all that said uh the government has come out and said Hey, uh, if you can work from home, you should work from home. You shouldn't go to any big meetings, probably shouldn't have any big parties. If you can delay any conventions or anything like that, you should probably think about doing that. This being America, there hasn't been any draconian, you have to shut everything down yet. It's been more, this is our recommendation as the government. Well, I would I would say the state government, maybe. The government has said, yo, go, go to work. We don't want you ruining the economy. It's been the CDC and other people, and I don't want to get too political about it, but I mean, like, Washington State has said, you know, that your governor has, you know, said uh, the, the free health care for whoever needs it for the testing. We're going to waive all that. Like, you can get your tests done if you need. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say the state governments have been better at stepping up about it than the actual federal government. But you see, this is why we're different people. I consider the state government the actual government and the feds can just go. Boom! I, I live too close to D.C., I guess, maybe to say that, but I don't know. Proximity is not. Yeah, I live literally as far from D.C. as you can yeah. and not be in Alaska or Hawaii, well, so suck it, Trump. We hate you anyway. I can say suck it, Trump, because I live so far away, he could never get to me. He'd be tired by the time he got here. <laughs> well, he's not going to come here now and get the coronavirus. Well, that's probably why he's not going anywhere. He's just going to stay at home and wallow in his fast food. Okay, so he's gonna work from home just like everybody. Well, else I mean, is. he doesn't work, but yeah, he'll be he'll from home, <laughs> I guess. 
So you mentioned the cultural differences. That's that's one thing we can bring to this conversation. What do you know about the cultural differences of China that would help mitigate the spread of the virus? So when Chinese people get sick, in general, they stay home. When Americans get sick, they tough it out and go to work anyway. Well, because we have to. I mean, we're, we don't have the health care to help with that, and we don't have the time uh, off. Yeah, yes, and- that is true. But I'm lucky enough to have a white-collar tech job, high level of security. I could take time off if I was sick. I don't because I'm a stubborn a-hole and I'm going to take okay, it. There you go. That's, the, that's the other American trait. We have no health care to help it, help out with it. And we're stubborn a-holes. <laughs> exactly. Like, yes, I hopefully, hopefully this makes us examine our, like our economy and certain assumptions that we have there, but it's not going to make a difference because we're stubborn a-holes and we don't want to admit we're sick because sick is weakness. So uh, in China, like everyone stays home the moment they're sick and that has really helped curtail a few things that America will not curtail because, you know, I don't want people to think I'm a pussy. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not wrong. It's like, if you're not old or extremely young, then what are you worrying about? Anyway, the point that I wanted to bring up is, so King County and Sonomish County, where I actually live, are the, the two counties that are most affected by it. And both have said, if you can work from home, you should. Get supplies very carefully, go to the store and buy like enough stuff that you can stay at home for two weeks in case things really go bad. So everyone goes to Costco because it's Washington and bought toilet paper. There is a toilet paper shortage in Washington right now, Jason, which makes me realize that the first thing people thought of, crap, I can't go to work. I'm going to have to poop at home. I'm not prepared to poop at home for two weeks. I mean, you're not wrong. But here's the thing, Jason. Diarrhea is not a symptom. (laughs) Like, you're not going to be pooping more if you catch this. I, yeah, I, I, my wife came to me weeks ago and just said like, you know, this is when it was kind of the U S stuff was kind of just starting to be discovered and whatever. She's like, do am, am I crazy or do we need to go like get, and she listed off things and I don't remember if toilet paper was one of them, but I was like, no, not yet. That's, that, it's very possible. We may need to, and then we'll deal with that, but let's not right now. Let's not add to the panic and. And no reported cases in Virginia yet, so no, let's not. So I I haven't experienced it yet. I don't know what the run on. I, I know it's like when snow was in the forecast. <laughs> and Richmond, Virginia freaks the hell out and buys, Do they buy toilet buys paper? all the milk and the bread. Because apparently you can live on milk and bread, which I know it, I guess you could, but... <laughs> <laughs> like you can live a lot longer off milk and bread than you can off toilet paper. Uh, one of the things my wife mentioned was peanut butter. She's like, do we need to go get peanut butter and stock up? And I was like, why do we need peanut butter? She's like, for sandwiches. And I was like, oh, I, I, no, we already have peanut butter. I'm like trying to be so practical about it. We have peanut butter. What's your problem? <laughs> now, peanut butter is actually a good emergency preparedness supply because it lasts forever and it's a good source of protein and it sticks to your ribs, makes you feel full. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, I, it's a good I get why we would eat that in a in a, a bad situation. I just my practicality is like we already have peanut butter; <laughs> it lasts forever. But so, it's how like, much peanut butter do you have, Jason? I mean, a jar. How long will that last you if you can only eat peanut butter? I, I, not long, but yes, not worrying about so, that yet. Jason says, "Don't go to the store if you don't have it." I say, even though the, if the coronavirus is not in your area, which by the time this comes out might be nowhere, go to the store and calmly buy some staples that'll last a long time. Peanut butter, canned soup, dried fruit, canned vegetables, stuff like that. Don't buy a ton of it. Just every time you go to the store, buy a little extra, put it in your pantry. And then when it, come, when, when it hits the fan, you can go do your panic poop buy. And then you can 
come home and you already have a bunch of stuff. So, because when you're freaking out, you're not going to remember everything you need. You're just going to buy toilet paper and bottled water because that's all I saw people buying at Costco. Yeah, that's that. That I mean, basically, the the news tells you what you need to get, and you go get it, or you just no. The news is stupid. Well, I, yes, I'm not arguing at that point. I'm just saying that's that's what it boils down to. Is well, I'll wait until it gets bad enough that everybody in the media or whatever tells me I need to go get these things, and I will go get them. But don't be a media zombie. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the media is literally telling you to watch The Walking Dead now to help you understand how to survive this pandemic. Which apparently is crossbows. Yeah, crossbows and aim for the head. Like what? These are not good ways to survive this pandemic yet, at least. Like we have not. We've yeah. Don't, don't shoot me in the head just because I have the coronavirus, please. Get a little bit of a cough. Get an arrow right in your shoulder. Ah! What the <laughs> hell? Wash your hands. <laughs> you stay back. I have a cold. <laughs> I think. I don't know. There's a little bit of blood in there. Ow! person shot you in the leg get better with crossbows assholes <laughs> that's the bad thing is that it's like with the the people that get the, the, the gun nuts they're like you know only a good guy with the gun can stop a bad guy with the gun it's like okay first you have to get good with the gun you can't just get a gun and be like haha now i'm gonna stop the bad guys like y'all should have to well yes work but, on aim yes but gun nuts do work on aim like that's what they do. They go out and they shoot a lot. And like I had some friends back in Utah who I would, if there was ever a, an actual zombie apocalypse, I was going to their house because they would, I had a friend with a Tommy gun. So St- Steve was friends with the militia is what he's saying. I yeah. have to imagine there's a you lot should of be friends with the militia. There's just a lot of free time. Just spin out on the farm, shoot things. Eventually it's like, you know what? If they tried to take these from us, we could stop. These them. were white collared tech workers. <laughs> you don't have to be on a farm. <laughs> To have emergency preparedness. Like, that's the thing. Utah is way more prepared for emergencies. There's some cultural things there that have just led to people being not preppers, but just prepared. So I felt a lot safer there for stuff because people wouldn't do a panic run on toilet paper. <laughs> it's not going to help no, you. No, they just go down to their bunker where they've already got, you know, thousands of rolls that they put in there with their exactly. preparedness. I won't say preparedness. Although, so like my wife asked, like, do we need to buy toilet paper? Like, And I'm like, no, because you just bought... 50 rolls of that crappy toilet paper that you always buy and i'm like ah crap if there is a if i am stuck in this house for two weeks using that crappy toilet paper it's such a tragedy one of the children passed this morning the real tragedy is the two-ply you bought for my ass (laughs) it's not (laughs) two-ply if it was two-ply i wouldn't be in this problem you take two-ply oh you monster it's one ply it's just one ply garbage just sitting over there and that's all i have as the world burns around me i'm sitting here holding my roll of one ply just like truly i am the real victim here and frank's got nothing on me wow wow (laughs) did not expect to hear that this morning (laughs) and frank's got nothing on me it's like training day but you're training for (laughs) a low rent job I don't know. I'm just thinking of it's the uh, uh, Denzel Washington training oh, okay. day. Yeah, I King Kong ain't got nothing on yeah. me. Rose or not Rosa Parks? Sorry, Rosa Parks is on my brain. <laughs> so my daughter did a thing at school and she was Rosa Parks. Oh, cool. Yes, we did not do blackface. I'm not saying I deserve credit for not doing blackface when my white daughter had to be Rosa Parks, but still, I I do feel <laughs> I, I I feel like I accomplished something not doing that. What? <laughs> 
Okay. To be fair, nobody in her grade did blackface, so it's not like I. Yeah, yeah, I don't like blackface is not the default reaction to black history. It's not. You're right. So anyway. that's why I mentioned. Sorry, not Rosa Parks. You said Anne Frank, another historical figure that you're comparing yourself to. Apparently, I'm not, not actually. Not actually. Please. My pooping situation is not quite on the level of hiding from Nazis. <laughs> exactly. It's getting. There. It's not. Next week it might be. <laughs> So here, here's what I'm actually worried about with this whole thing. If I'm working from home for a month and my kids aren't going to school for a month and we're all stuck in this house for a month. You're going to kill your children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can survive this. I don't know if they can survive me. The twist is they kill you. That's fine. You, you provide more sustenance what? overall. <laughs> no, we have food. They don't, they don't need, we have food and we have toilet paper. No one needs to kill anybody else. We're just bored. Just hunting each other around the house for sport. <laughs> you know, you get stir crazy. You start hating the people you love. You look at that the your survival mate on the desert island. You see him, and they turn into a chopstick. Chopstick. chopstick yes. Drumstick. <laughs> Drumstick. Pork chop. No, no. Chopstick. That's yes. what I want. Something to eat my food with, but not food itself. Because <laughs> we have a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> just. It's like Sylvester the cat when he's my parents to... are prepared. They just didn't bring chopsticks for everyone. <laughs> Like Sylvester the cat when he's trying to open all the cans and he can't find anything, any can openers. So he's like, okay, I finally have to eat Tweety. And no, no. <laughs> There's the can opener all along. Tweety had it. He's just being a little a-hole bird like <laughs> Tweety he was. is a can opener. <laughs> yeah. Tweety was an a-hole. I, I, there's, there's a lot of hot takes I can have about Looney Tunes, but Tweety was the worst. Sylve- Sylvester uh, was right. <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I agree Tweety was an a-hole. Is Tweety really the worst? Not the worst, no. What you just said. Okay, so who's the worst? Let's think about this. This is this is important. I mean, either of the racist characters. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew, especially yeah, because he also sexually assaulted women. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He was a rapist. <laughs> the racist rapist. Or, I, I think we have to go him. I think he was probably the worst. Yeah, yeah. Bugs was, he's chaotic. Uh, Daffy, I would say, is actually lower key than Bugs in a lot of ways. Um, Bugs lived his truth by cross-dressing often. Uh, I feel like Daffy did too, though. Um, I don't think Daffy ever did just casually. Like, you would walk in on Bugs Bunny in drag. Daffy would only do it, it was a means to an end. Falkhorn Leghorn would absolutely be on Fox News. (laughs) I say, son, I say, we got to build that wall to keep them out. Okay, so we're... (laughs) You, you say that, but honestly, wasn't Foghorn Leghorn protecting his family from a chicken hawk? Like, there was a chicken hawk who literally wanted to kill and eat his wife. Did he? Uh, he never knew that. He always, he was an idiot. There, there's a little tiny chicken hawk. There was an actual chicken hawk, and he was just a moron. Like, he's, he, he but is, there was an actual chicken hawk. He's well meaning Southern gentleman who just wants to protect his family, but is also, whoops, super racist. That's Foghorn Leghorn. I see. I, I don't remember him being super. Racist. No, 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 he's I not. Remember him, like... but he's very southern. And just the southern gentleman tells me that he would probably be racist. There's a there's an eighty percent chance he's racist. Assumptions. But I mean, there was a real threat. So maybe he's not as delusional. He might be racist, but he's not delusional. I I, I think it was a purposeful delusion on his in his case. But I think we've gone through the main Looney Tunes characters. Well, Marvin the Martian was he, he genocide, right? He really wanted to kill all the Earthlings. I mean, yeah, he just but murder. Like, that was very inept, luckily, but yeah, murder was on his mind. Uh, Porky Pig. Porky, Porky, you felt sorry for Porky until Porky got his own cartoon. It's like, oh, you're just an idiot. Like, you just don't, you don't know how to do things. Yeah, he didn't really accomplish much. Uh, 
Yosemite Sam. Oh, talk about murder again. No, his biscuits were burning. That's all I remember about him is that his biscuits were constantly burning. He was also very excited to woo southern ladies when he got the chance. My lady. Never he would slick back the hair. They had money. He was, he he'd, he'd resigned himself to a loveless marriage, so he was trying to find one that would just, you know. Oh, I forgot about that cartoon. Someone who could afford to give him some solve for his burnt biscuits. That's such a good cartoon. I forgot about that one. Where he, he yeah, loveless marriage just for the money. I forgot. <laughs> oh, these characters go through some stuff. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Ziggler.